Have you ever dreamed of a life designed by you, not for you? A life where you hold the reins of your financial future. At Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals all walking the path towards financial independence. We understand that success is crafted in the face of adversity. It's in these testing times that we discover our resilience, our determination, and our discipline. That's why we're inviting you to learn more about becoming an investor. It's not just about learning the ins and outs of real estate investing. It's about empowering you to take control of your financial future. We'll provide the tools, but the choice to act, to persevere, and to succeed is yours. Join us and start your journey towards living life by design. Together, we'll turn aspiration into reality and empowerment into success. Learn more at becomeaninvestor.com. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Live Life by Design podcast brought to you by Become an Investor. Guess what? We're all back again. Right on, right on. Two weeks in a row. Man, I'm, I'm happy everybody's here. Commitment. That's it. That's it. So tonight, again, you know, we got uh, Miss Sarah Medina. Hello. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good, good. And uh, Mr. Wicho Medina, how you doing, guys? <laughs> he's uh, he's he's uh, suffering from eye pain, like his migraines coming. Yeah, I've <laughs> been getting them way too often. I think I have to. Uh, th- so this is like an indicator. I got to go to the uh, chiropractor. Oh, really? Yeah, and That's then they, crazy. they do like an adjustment uh, because the migraine stems off of uh, a nerve being pinched in my neck. Oh shit! So all that pressure comes into. Like the fucking migraine thing. That sounds so bad, dude. Like I, I can't even I can't even make fun of it. I feel bad making yeah. fun of it. Never mind. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Miss Danny. What's up, guys? How are you? I'm pretty good. Happy as every day. Good. Can't be happier in life. You know, I'm I'm feeling the same way. There I am you feeling go. the same way. <laughs> well, hey guys, so tonight we have a great episode for you. We're going to talk about creative acquisitions and, uh, you know, the importance of them and how to go about them in certain ways and what the, uh, most importantly, what's the benefits of acquiring properties creatively. So with that said, as always on the Become, or not the Become an Investor, I keep saying that, huh? the Live Life by Design podcast, we have the quote of the day brought to you by Danny. With a beautiful Brazilian accent, creative. Activity, it's seeing whatever everyone else has seen and think what no one else has thought. Albert Einstein. <laughs> Albert Einstein. Yeah, Albert, Albert Einstein. That's Einstein. pretty cool. So yes. he says that creativity is what everybody else has seen, but no one else and has thought. thinking what no one else has thought. You know, I, I'm going to say one of the most creative people I know is is uh, Mr. Medina over there, you know, and he comes up with some crazy, crazy creative acquisitions or some crazy ass designs for that matter that I've seen, you know, his work, which is pretty badass. So, you know what, being the most creative guy probably in the room here or, you know, at least in the next has three square miles. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? I think everybody should 
enhance that muscle. Everybody should practice creativity. Everybody should think outside of the box. Even though even though it's a tug of war, right? In in any industry for that matter, everybody's so used to the paradigms that are preset once you get involved in any industry for, you know? And if you're creative, you're always going to face the bigger challenges. But then you're always going to have the best fixes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because well, because when when you when you're in the box, you already know what the book reads to fix. Yeah. And and therefore you're going to get the same result. Different day, <laughs> different hour, different month, different city, but nevertheless the same. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I I think that um applying any level of creativity to a problem beyond what anybody else has done is yeah. is a great thing, right? Because yeah. it's growth. Yeah. You know? Um I think uh without being create a creative thinker or just in general, not not even just individually, but just in you know, creative thinkers in the world, without them, we'd never fly. Right. We'd we'd never be off of horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? So you're right. Exercising that creative muscle is a must. And I, I, I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll stand up and say, hey, you know, that's something that I know I need to work on. Um, I, I don't want to say I get stuck in the box sometimes, but I, I get stuck in the box sometimes, you know. Everybody does. Yeah. And, and I, I get frustrated with that sometimes because then they're like, I'll have a conversation with them like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Sometimes you know the I mean? box doesn't work. Right. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. But but then I will say. In my deals in real estate, like particularly with with mobile homes, um, and having conversations with you and 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 listening to how you've come across certain deals and done certain things, um, that's helped me. And it, working with mobile homes, there's not a lot of wiggle room with with doing certain things because you have to abide by park rules and things of that mm-hmm. sort. But understanding what a circumstance is and understanding what the park circumstance is, particularly if you have a renter that, you know, a, a space owner or a space renter that doesn't pay, the first thing that they're looking for is they want to get whole again. Right. So now that, that turned my creative juices and I'm able to create certain, certain deals that help both parties. Yeah. You know, which is kind of cool. And now I, you know, again, based on what I learned being around the community I take that into that business and I now I'm able to pull off some crazy ass deals sometimes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and you know what, sometimes, so, so the consumer, the customer, the seller almost expects what's in that box because yeah. guess what? You're not the only one targeting that person. Right. Yep. And most likely there's, there's more chances than not that everybody uh, uh, offered the same options in that same stupid box because guess what the industry has that box yeah right and it's it th- then what makes the the variant what makes it a uh, uh, different from person A to person B it could be your charisma it could be you know your, how people pleasing you are right it could be everything works out for you and you have great energy. But when you have bad energy, the fucking box doesn't work. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but then when you're outside of the box and run on creative juices, then tempers go away, uh, attitudes go away, 
right? You get this natural challenge, and then this new archive just explodes because now you have a challenge that you have to overcome, and you get to be the creator of the fix. And that's the cool side of it, right? Because that's the awesome side of it. It is because, the, the, you know, most people run away from a challenge, right? Or they'll say, oh, that's too much. Or, ah, just too much trouble. Mm-hmm. And when I first started the business, that's what my, I started out with. Ah, that's just more than I, I, I know to deal with, you know? And now it doesn't really matter to me what the problem is. As long as it, it fits my investor ID, yeah, I'm all in. I'm, I'll figure out a way to make it work, you yeah. know? Um, hell, I, I'll call you and hey, what do you think about this? You know, yeah. And if I'm if I get stuck, you know, um, so I think that you know having, again, the most creative person in this three mile radius and and in in this community that I know I can lean on is a big plus, you know, for me with my deals, and I'm sure Danny would probably feel the same way or yeah. does feel the same way. Yes, of course I do. I mean. It's live by example, right? That's so right. So when you have someone, and I acknowledge Louis all the time because you are freaking smart, creative, <laughs> acquisition freaking guy, and I say that blush. all the <laughs> 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 No, but it's true. So when you can have that example and see that it's so simple, sometimes the answers for your closing something or closing a deal the, the answer is so simple as having a great conversation with mm-hmm. your homeowner because they have the things the information that you need to build it up that creativity to bring it up to bring up front so you can give them solutions yeah as a real estate investors we are problem solvers you say right. that 100%. all the time and we're not going to be creative or i mean you can be creative but if you are going to show up in front of a, a homeowner or a prospect and you don't show them your uh, uh, genuinity and you don't show them the the solution they, they you can be as creative as you want they are right. not probably not going to work with you right because if you don't deliver that to them mm-hmm. in a genuine way mm-hmm. they were not going to look at it doesn't matter how good you are yeah it yeah. doesn't i yeah. mean yeah. you can come with a hundred solutions and yeah. they're just going to walk away still yeah so mm-hmm. so the the uh, perfect tool the the must-have tool in the creative acquisition world is your ears listen yeah. that's it that's it. And and I think everybody's so attached to the outcome or to that paycheck or to that trophy at the end that they forget to listen. And they don't listen. Therefore, even when they try to get creative, it doesn't fucking work out because you you missed that one word. Yeah. That was the most uh, hurtful that 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 pain point you missed the pain point because you were uh, your creativity took you to fucking a yacht because you already <laughs> cashed a check that, that is never gonna come you know yep so step number one is listen if you want to be a prosperous creative acquisitions investor you have to listen 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 
listen. Now, I'm going to give you guys a tip, an exercise for you to expand on your creative awareness. Um, by nature, we do this humans, right? Um, and I almost challenge everybody in the room and everybody listening to us. Pay attention to every issue that you have ongoing right now. Okay. Right. It could be as easy as your soup overcooked or a flat tire or your next best potential deal. Try, try to brainstorm 10 different ways of fixing the same problem. By nature, we're going to do step number one. We're going to go to the very first option we have that worked for us in the past. Yeah. That's just going to be our second nature, right? Uh, step number two, we're going to go to a resource that somebody else led us to and said, oh, this didn't work this time, but this person told me to do this. It worked for them. Step number three, you might go to someone else's idea that possibly got them out of the issue, but maybe you don't have all the resources to take it across the finish line. And then step number four, you're going to get stuck. And then step number five is never going to fucking come to your mind. And then step number 10 is so far-fetched, and you're going to give up. Hmm. Ten, ten, so find 10 ways to resolve one problem, one the, problem. Same problem. the same problem, everyday problems. Okay. And, and because we live in that ease, we live in that comfort, we live in that security and that safety nest and where we say, oh, you know what? I got it. I can fix it for you because it happened to me. And, and I just relate and transfer my experience into what you need now. But you're only doing what you've already done, right? So you feel safe. That's why people say, I can help you. They raise their hand, right? So so we don't know what we don't know. But then yeah. we don't set ourselves in a position to force our brain to craft other ways of solving the same problem. Therefore, we'll never develop that muscle. Does that make sense? It'll that expand does. your creative uh, notions so far and beyond that, yeah, I'm not going to say that you're going to get to step number 10 in, in the first year or the first six months, whatever it is, right? Um, but so as long as you keep progressing in in how you uh, find these solutions to everyday problems, you'll start developing that muscle and saying, oh, my God, shit, you know what? I found six ways to fix the same problem. And you know what makes you powerful? The simple fact that anybody outside of our circle will live forever in that same one step that they know how to solve that problem. Yep. The other day I was watching, actually. The I need that notepad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The other you. day I was actually watching some uh, Robin, what's Tony, Tony Robbins? Uh-huh. I was watching him, and then he's just like, people get stuck on their problems because they want the same solution for the same problem. All the time, This man. lady turned to me, and I thought that stuck on my mind. This lady turned to me, and she said she wants to lose 15 pounds. And she said that she already lost 100 pounds. 
because she always go back. She lose 10 and, you know, gain 10. Then she lose 10 and she lost 100 pounds all in the same way and nothing ever changed. I was just like, damn, that just hit me, you know. <laughs> How can people try to do something new, different, if they are not bringing up the superpowers? Right. Yeah. Right? Right. So I, mean, I, I think create that when I look and I hear and, you know, I see something like creative acquisitions, I think about the, I don't know, Superman on on the on the real estate, mm -hmm. you know, on the real estate field, because there is so many ways that you can solve the same problem. Absolutely. But if you don't look in a different way, you're going to still lose the same, the 10 pounds, 100, 100 yeah. pounds and be, you know, 15 pounds away from your from your goal. Right, right. That's crazy. And, huh? and, and the whole miss at the beginning is the failure to listen. If you don't listen, you're not going to be able to craft, you know, it's like, uh, so I'm an artist. I'm an artist by nature, right? That's, that's my core. That is who I am. Uh, that is what I love. That's my passion. Uh, I'm always thinking of new ways of keeping my sanity, right? Uh, through the vehicle of art. Now I bring that creativity to real estate investing, not because I found a, a niche in how to make my time more valuable in the industry. I, it, it was never with that intention. I just came in uh, exercising my muscle that I forever have grown up with. Creativity you know? is fun. It's so super fun. It is fun. It's like, you know, the little puzzle when you start putting and messing with that thing. Yeah. And you starting solving here and there. That's fun. That is the part of real estate. That's that the beauty of it. And you get paid for it? Oh my god, that is even beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> right? So so that's why that's why I have so much resistance to uh all these different uh programs that are still in the box. Yeah. That's why I can't connect with them because I'm like, "Oh my god, so wh where's 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 the growth?" I mean, I get it. Everybody needs money. But you know, it's only gonna get. It's only gonna take you so far before you you hit that cap, or you're just putting yourself in a big ass huge hamster wheel that you cannot stop. Right? You're you're forever in that uh, uh, treadmill type of business. You know, the, the there's a treadmill and the front loaded type of business, right? Mm -hmm. it, once you get off the, the treadmill, that thing stops. And so does everything else, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But then when you're creative and you front load your strategies and your ideas with the vision and with the plan, it, it's crazy. It, it, it just it, it just autopilot kind of deal. So let, let me ask this because I, I think, well, I'll just say, I, I think I lack a lot of creativity sometimes. And then sometimes I think I'm pretty creative, but I know I got to exercise that most. That's one thing I know, like self-reflecting. That's one thing that I'm completely aware of. Besides, what's another exercise I can do to exercise that muscle? So I, I got the first one is, you know, try to find 10 solutions to one everyday problem. Mm -hmm. Is there another step that can be taken? Hey, hey uh, Bruce, can you record? Can you make sure this is recorded? Like on the video? Because I'm going to show you. A, I'm going to show you. I'm going to flex for you guys. <laughs> okay. With your mind or with your muscles? My muscle. Nah, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to flex for you guys. 
So I'm going to show you guys my biggest muscle, okay? I'm going to show you guys my biggest muscle. So get ready. I'm going to do it in slow mode too, okay? Slow motion. And I want to I want you to see this muscle cuz this is freaking crazy cool. <laughs> look at look at. You got that, Bruce? Is it is it going? Look at look at look at look at it's the right brain. Here. It's right there. <laughs> it's right here, okay? <laughs> you know what? If you have to acknowledge the fact that you're creative or not, you cannot force creativity. You cannot. That's a natural state of mind. You cannot force it, okay? You're either technical or you're creative. Period. Technical. Okay. And you got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with that because what applies then? Leverage. So maybe fixing your creativity is not necessarily becoming this Picasso. Right? Maybe one of your steps is leverage. Mm -hmm. And get creative with the leverage. Right. So if if you can't find uh, uh, a solution to the issue via your own uh, uh, natural creativity, then go to the person that has the ability to. Luis, do you remember um, one time when we called you about a property that um, the the son was like he had a restraining order? Okay, so the parents lived in the home. They had a restraining order against the son, and um, we knew a renter that was living with the parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were trying to, you know, we had a communication with the, with the parents, but the problem was that the son had a gun, and, I mean, he was, like, crazy. Yeah. And my husband and I called you, right. and we said, okay, this is what's going on. Uh, how do we work through this? Because there was a lot of factors. The parents, they wanted to move upstate. They didn't want anything to do with the property anymore because the son was dangerous. Yeah. So you gave us like 300 ways to talk to him and figure things out and gave him options. You can do this. You can do. And so, I mean, we were like jaw dropped because you had all these creative ideas of how to approach the situation because it was there were so many variables, mm -hmm. but like you said, you know we, I guess I would be like a technical person, not a creative person mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Um. So we leverage you, right? Right. And so you were a resource, and you know we were able to talk to these people. The deal didn't go through, but the fact that you know we have a community member that can, you know, help us and support us in that way. That's that's very cool. This podcast is sponsored by Become an Investor. Here at Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals, all working a path towards financial independence. We're about empowering you to take control of your financial future. Well, how? Well, most of us got started with foreclosure leads, and you now can too. Follow the link in the show notes below, and for a limited time, you can get our foreclosure ebook. With that, we'll also send you up to 10 free leads in your local area. So get those leads. Get this book. So you two can get started on your path to living life by design. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, thank thank you. But I I remember that. I, I clearly remember that we spoke for a good twenty twenty five minutes about the case, and then mm -hmm. uh, and 
you know, we, we threw ideas back and forth. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was you and your husband calling me on that one. And, and it was an interesting conversation, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, an, another, another tip for, uh, being creative in your deal structures is, uh, you have to be able to identify, uh, who you are in what you're doing. Right. So what I mean by that is you have to, um, you have to understand uh, the individual you're talking to. You have to know, uh, like I'm a chameleon, right? I mirror who I'm talking to. I remember one time uh, we went, you know, we were following up on a lead and it was me and uh, one of my partners, she's a lady. And uh, this guy storms out of the house and starts effing me out. Broad daylight. What the fuck do you want? Fucking this, fucking that. I'm like, hey, fucking chill. You know? I'm just fucking here for fucking this and la 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 la. And then my my partner said, I can't believe how unprofessional you are. And I said, Oh, thank you. <laughs> but mind you, I'm working a strategy. You have to mirror who you're talking to. Yeah. Because whoever you're talking to in your first uh, 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 exposure to that person is that person that's going to be sitting in the table and that same energy is going to be brought up to through negotiations. So if you're a softy at the beginning, guess what? You're going to be a fucking softy at the, at the negotiation table and they're going to take you for that. Yep. Right. Yep. So you gotta, you have to, you have to give people permission on how they should treat you. You determine how people treat you. You don't let people treat you how they determine they should treat you. Very important in negotiations. But you set those parameters, those standards from the get-go. You mirror that person. If that person is going through a family loss, well, I mean, don't don't be uh, uh, sympathetic to it because you're fucking lying. Right? Be empathetic because I'm pretty sure somebody's lost someone. A, a, a good friend, a grandpa, uh, 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 you, you know, whatever. Somebody has had a loss and they can relate and go for a split second into that space to where you went when you lost that loved one and you can be empathetic about the situation. But only empathetic. You can, you can listen to the story but not become part of the story. Say that all the time. Right, hundred percent true. You can you can listen to the entire story, but don't don't place yourself, don't invite yourself into the fucking story because now you're in the hole with them. Yep. And negotiations go south yeah. all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> right. So, you know, you you have to you have to also uh, understand, like I, I said earlier, um, who are you talking to? You have to set people in different categories right their profiles are they a lower profile and i don't mean uh in a, a derogatory way i mean so in a knowledge-based way right are they a lower profile than you are they a similar profile than you are they a higher profile than you it doesn't mean that because people are rich don't have problems 
But then those people that are rich or well off have gotten there through some sort of successes, preparations, exposure to other people better than them. Planning, maybe. But <laughs> and, and you can't go talk to that one person. I mean, I'm just going to say it the way it is because, you know, I don't hold anything back. You can't talk the same way you talk to a rich person that you talk to a poor person. And you can call it financially, you call it uh, uh, emotionally, mentally. You cannot do this to yourself and your business. You have to be a chameleon and have to be able to mirror because the, the you know, how well you listen and how well you mirror the situation is how well your, your uh, outcome is going to be on the uh, negotiation table. Does that make sense? Yeah. 100%. Those are some very, very, very good tips. Wow, this 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 episode is just man, we're dropping golden nuggets after golden nugget, guys. I hope you got your notepad because I sure did because this is some good good information, man. So, uh, just gonna kind of recap what you were saying. Initially, start off and you know to try to get your creative juices flowing mm-hmm. is try to come up with ten solutions for one problem. An everyday problem, for that matter, yep. right? And see how far you can get with that. Yep. Um, secondly, is you have to have to have to listen to people or listen to what they're saying, so you can capture what the pain points are, and then create a solution based on what you hear. Right. Thirdly, you have to acknowledge um, who you are. Are you a creative person or are you a technical person? And then learn how to technically or creatively leverage. Yeah. To come up with your solution if you need to. I, I put down, I'm, I'm a technical person. That's, <laughs> that's who I am. You know? and, and you have to be okay with that. Like, I'm not a technical person. Everything I do is, like, I, if, I were to, if you were to ask me to draw a picture of my brain, the, 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 uh, the creative cortex would be all colorful and, and, you know, blowing up, and the technical side would be all black and moldy and (laughs) 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 that's funny uh but then the other side of it too is is identify who you are and and what you're doing and know who you're talking to be basically mirror the person you're speaking with yep which is something that i put in practice all the time that is one thing i do um and then set standards on how that person that you're negotiating with is going to treat you right out the gate so you let them know what they have permission to, how they can react or interact with you. Does that make sense? Yeah. I get that. And also when you're listening to their story, be empathetic. Don't be sympathetic, but be empathetic because you do not want to be part of that story. You don't want to be in the story. You want to be Listen part to of it. the solution. Exactly. Right. You're creating your own story. And, and, and page number one, the introduction to that chapter is you coming to them. Not before, not putting yourself any time before uh, uh, what they've already been dealing with. Right. So every every circumstance in real estate, every move in real estate stems off of a circumstance. Yes. Okay. Everything. Absolutely everything. It's a financial decision. And most likely than not, the people that plan, they plan to migrate and upgrade from one property to the next. They fall into the pattern of building their equity and then buying themselves into a bigger home because their daily wages don't do that. They play the equity game. 
right? The appreciation timeline. And they map it out and they say, okay, in five to seven years, I'm going to gain so much equity, right? The appreciation is going to bring me from X, Y, and Z to ABC. And then I can, I can uh, buy myself into a bigger home. Right. Right. Or a smaller home, whatever that is with, with whatever that is, right. Uh, upgrade or downgrade. Um, and then, but the vast majority is, is the moves in, in the finances and in, in real estate are because of a circumstance. Some, something happened in life, which affected their financial control or their financial ability to stay true to that commitment that they made. Right. That's when they, breach into the contractor agreement that they did because in in layman terms it is a breach of contract because i promised you mr lender that i would keep my mortgage payment current um and now i'm not so i'm defaulting i'm breaking my promise right and it comes it comes from any i mean life gets in the way you get fired, you lose a loved one, you get a divorce, you get sick. Yep. Uh, you know, I remember one day uh, uh, one of my uncles, uh, he was a foreman for a huge company and playing soccer in the field broke his knee. Oh, shit. He, he was out of commission for three months. Wow. And the company didn't have any programs, any any benefits, no nothing. Wow. You know? So the company took a shit, and then he took another one, you know, because <laughs> it, it it was just like there was no, you know, the, the, a circumstance. Yep. It, it was something that was unexpected. He was playing soccer, having fun, broke his knee, and then it affected that everybody sucks, around man. him, you know? That I even sucks. got affected. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. So let's let's talk a little bit about um, how you apply some of these things in, in – uh, you know, you talked a little bit about how you're, uh, you mimic uh, a home seller when you're negotiating with them and kind of be that chameleon with them. What are some of the things that you've done creatively to acquire a property? Like, oh, let, let's say, like, I know one time we were talking and you were listening to what uh, an issue was that the lady was having. She was about to lose her car. So you kind of threw some of that stuff in the de- in, into the deal. But what's some of the craziest or outlandish things that you've been able to come up with to acquire a property again i mean everything's gonna be so there's so many variables in every single deal you know um if you listen if you do truly listen then you listen to the biggest pain points you know some people like in 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 that case uh nobody nobody absolutely nobody that i know okay even me i'm guilty of it okay nobody wants to lose status Nobody's willing to give up status. It hurts so fucking much, you know? And even though you say you're humble and I'm willing to do anything and everything to succeed, yeah, sometimes you'll do it only when your fucking back is against the wall, right? That's true. People are reactive. So so some people, in that case, that lady, she would much rather lose her home than lose her Jeep. Wow. Because she was in the stupid car club where everybody, you know, it was the everyday fight about who had the best fucking Jeep. <laughs> and nobody knew where she lived. Yet they knew that she drove that big badass Jeep. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I mean, I had another uh, situation where um, 
the the family got foreclosed on because they wouldn't cancel their quinceañera. They spent 70 grand on their fucking quinceañera. Wow. And they lost their home. Wow. Must have been some party, huh? Oh, uh, it was a badass party. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big party. But the the whole thing is when you listen and when you discover uh what they're not willing to give up, right? What comes before their shelter? There's always going to be something that comes before their shelter, man, because they won't let go of oh, the golf fucking field or the soccer field, whatever you call it, you know, the status within their circle. They might not ever know if they rent or own a house, but they know they go hit the ball at the golf club every so often. So offer to pay a year of uh, golf. Uh, what is it? Uh, membership or <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true life, man. This is hardcore, true stuff, you know? So it, that, that's why it's so important to listen. You have to listen to sometimes what they're not saying. Yeah. You know, like read in between the lines and say, oh, my God, this like that lady, you know, she, in, in that deal I offered. OK, so, you know, I got creative with a uh, sub to uh, subject to into that property. And part of the deal was, you know what, uh, I will catch up the payments on your Jeep so you don't lose your Jeep. Uh, I will pay for a couple of the upgrades that you've been talking so uh, 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 excitedly about. And then I will pay your car payment for six months. Oh, my God, I shouldn't have ever said that. I couldn't get her off my back. <laughs> True story. But you know what? You have to listen. People, some people just surrender and say, you know what? It's a fact. I'm going to lose the house. It's, it's gone. I'm, I'm unemployed. Uh, I, can't, I can't continue with my mortgage. But I'll sell my kids, man. Nobody's going to take my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds stupid but it's true man it's true so i mean there there was a uh there was a deal where the guy word per word we have it documented uh where he said you know what if you can if you can uh feed me and you know cater to my parties and deliver pizzas and hamburgers uh we'll take it off the top <laughs> done Done deal, man. You know, done deal. Get everybody uh, from the legal standpoint involved, and um, and I mean, write it up, right? And yeah, get it signed, and I away mean, you go. Just document pizzas it. and hamburgers. Yeah, you know, um, the uh, well now with uh, Diane, the motorhome, the RV. Yeah. Right, yeah, she just she just doesn't want to be around the house anymore. She came to uh, realize that uh, she is not a homeowner. Yep. Right. Uh, renters have it. Uh, I mean, they have to pay rent, and then they have to live with that ever haunting uh, uh, thought process that they're paying somebody else's mortgage or they don't own the property up until they own the property. Right. <laughs> up until they got to pay for the water heater, up until they have to they, they have pay to the taxes. pay for the fucking taxes and all that. <laughs> so, you know, this lady says, I realized I'm I'm I wasn't born to be a homeowner. Yep. OK, so <laughs> why don't you just go travel? Because I don't have a car. All right. Well, what if we yep. give get you Let's a car that. and, you know, give you gas for freaking six, six months, seven months. months, whatever. Would you do that? A thousand percent. Yep. You know, because the book doesn't read. Uh, uh, what we agree on has to be in the form of currency. Currency, yeah. 
If I tell you, it's that's why to me it's about the terms. If I tell you, hey, I'll take over your house, I'll buy your house, I have a thousand chickens, will you take them? Half of them give eggs, half of them eat the other eggs, you know? <laughs> and you say yes, we're under contract. Cash equivalency, right? Doesn't right. have to be cash. Yep. Yep. So there's no limit to it. It's just thinking outside of the box. Great. Great box. <laughs> now you're going to get a bunch of rejection, a, a bunch of objections from a lot of people in the industry and say you're blowing smoke. It's only because it's things they, they, they're, they're not willing to do, you know, because they're so stuck in that, in that little box. I mean, that Jeep lady is a, um, is a deal that a broker didn't want to lead with. So the agent brought it to the broker. The broker said, you know what? Fuck this, man. And they called me. He said, hey, man, this is too cumbersome here. You want to take it over? Sure. And he still got his fee. Yeah. Right? That's funny. He still made his money but didn't do any of the work. That sucks. But it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's part of the business. He but he brought the lead. He got a finder's fee. Um, and and that's that's just the way things work. I was nice. I was willing to fix not only one issue, but a bunch of different issues that were attached to that property. Both to the property, to the physical property, and to the individual. And to a Jeep. And to the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the dog bit me. Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that this was cool. This was way cool. I hope uh, listeners out there, this actually turned more into a, hey, let me interview Weicho versus uh, let's talk about creative acquisitions. Because actually, when he started talking about how to get more creative, I just, uh, you know, That's I switched advantage. up and I, I got to get some more information here. So I hope that you guys found this as interesting and as valuable as I did because, shit, I got notes all over the place now. I know if you guys are listening to this while you're driving, shit, listen to it again, man, because these are really, really good pointers. Really good, uh, you know, as we call them, golden nuggets. And I think they were just like rained on you in this particular episode. So enjoy it, guys. Enjoy it. Anybody have any uh, follow-up? No, I love all the mindset of Mr. Wicho Medina. I think it's the migraine today. The migraine. Is <laughs> One other thing that I'm going to say every, every time that you guys are doing the, the create creative acquisitions never forget to do your due diligence because on those little ones they, you can find a lot of things that might help your deal to you know get better and better yeah and raise your profit so that yep. is my good nugget for there you go there you go sarah awesome. no i just want to thank uh luis for all his support um as a community member here uh that we all get from him and if anybody is in SoCal and you want to come and meet him, you should stop by the office so you can pick his brain in person. Oh, okay. <laughs> just over, over, overbooked this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's a you know, good point that, that uh, Sarah brought up. If you guys are in the area or you want to learn more about what we do and how we do it, hit us up. Info at becomeaninvestor.com. Once again, info at becomeaninvestor.com. Or you can hit us up on Facebook. Instagram. And TikTok. And TikTok. Don't forget to give us uh, to give us our beautiful five stars. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what? Make sure you share and, and, and like, yeah, five stars and share this uh, with everybody you know because you know we bring you that good content, guys. All yeah, right. give, give us that finger up. 
Give me that thumbs up. <laughs> I got a finger at you. <laughs> right on, guys. Well, hey, this is a great episode, and uh, we'll see you next time. Good Have night. a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.